I'm Brendan McCormack and welcome back to the Perth Fit Fam Podcast where you get to hear from the best thought leaders and change makers from across the Perth fitness scene. In episode number 51, we catch up with AJ Smith from Smith Fitness in Port Kennedy, otherwise known as My Spirit Animal. He's a former rugby player, ex-fizz strength and conditioning coach. He has his master's in S&C and somehow ended up the owner of a gym, which is Smith Fitness. Like me, he competes in a lot of different events and sports, and this year has competed in powerlifting, CrossFit, OCR, so obstacle course racing, finished his first ultra marathon, and he's a bit of a lad. He's also a massive fan of the Shaka and going deep end. Deep end, I'm going to have to start to vet these bios. Thank you, AJ, but he does like to lead from the front. And in this episode, we go through all of these things, not to mention our meat, pie, and chalky milk a day challenge. The Perfect Fan Podcast is brought to you by True Protein. True is unafraid to cut through the noise of an oversaturated market and break the mold to deliver authentic, all-natural products with genuine health benefits and none of the fake stuff. True have bucked the trend for expensive, overhyped, bad-tasting protein powders and supplements packed with false promises to reinvent the marketplace and create a 100% natural, delicious, quality protein with no gimmicks, nothing artificial, and a completely transparent ingredient list. You can order True Protein online at trueprotein.com.au and get a 10% discount using the code PERFITFAM10. Or you can also go pick up True Protein from over 120 retailers across Western Australia. And if you'd like to find the one closest to you, just make sure to shoot us a message and we'll be able to help you out. That's trueprotein.com.au. And now time for episode number 51 with my spirit animal and companion for the meat pie and chalky milk challenge, AJ Smith. That's so good. I love it. Um, all right. Before we kick this, this off... We should let people know, first of all, we're in Smith's Fitness. Um, Thanks for coming the, down. The gym is open, so you might hear some barbells crashing in the background. You might hear a little bit of music, but you're definitely going to hear us chewing on some meat pies and chalky milk. So, Sweet. So this is, this is part of the reason. I, I wanted to podcast with you for a while. It's lined up, but part of the reason was you put out a, chalky mil- a meat pie and chalky milk challenge that you wanted to do, and I said, that sounds like my kind of challenge, so tell the people about this. Well... I saw um, Jordan Syatt do it, who's, uh, you know, one of the fitness influencers, PTs. He's, you know, he's quite big on the internet, all that sort of stuff. And he did it with Big Macs. He ate, he had a Big Mac every day for 30 days just to show people that they don't need to have, like, a worry about sort of eating the foods that they enjoy. As long as, you know, their calories are in check, everything else is in check, they can enjoy food. So whether it be pizza, whether it be a Big Mac, whether it be the Aussie version, Mm. pie, Chocolate chocolate milk. Milk. Yeah. I feel like this is a fair few more calories than one Big Mac, though. Yeah, it, it definitely would be, <laughs> but it just means that we're going to be eating some big-ass salads, which is what he said. He said, fill yourself up with salad. Now, um, I don't uh, know if we can go a full month, though. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to Lombok. What's the date? I can't find chalky milk and It's the 14th today, right? So if we do this for two weeks, then we're still within the time limit for our necessary needed time limit. Okay, cool. We're going to do this for two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks from today... It's about 850 calories. Okay, every day for the next two weeks, starting right now, I'm going to have a chalky milk and meat pie. I'm going to check in with you every day. Yep. And we're, um, I'm going to track calories. So the reason why I like this... I think we should track calories with this. Well, I think... So. Oh, obviously, we have to. So I did 12 months of extreme dieting, and I've spoken about it heaps of times, so I won't oh, go into yeah, it. Did. Yeah, I did. And the reason why I did it is because I wanted to... Um, you know, I've been in the industry for over 16 years now, and even I got sucked into like the keto and all these different things, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, the supplement claims and whatnot. And um, I wanted to trial it for myself because no one that I knew had actually gone through every diet, and I wanted to see what they actually did. So, blood test, DEXA scan, tracked everything, and it was a really anticlimactic 12 months yeah. where I got to the end of it and I was like, oh, I gotta write a book and tell everyone all this information. Yeah, and as far as body composition went. And hormones and and um, uh, inflammation. It essentially just came down to calories. There was very, very little to no changes in anything whatsoever. Yeah, you hate to dumb it down so much because there is so much more. But for the vast majority, like that fundamental principle, if that gets missed, everything else doesn't really matter. Yeah, that much. Yep, like ninety-five percent of it. It's like yeah. move 
and eat within your means. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and like if I ever go speak with like if I'm ever with True Protein and I'm doing like a workshop or a seminar, and people kind of want to know the silver bullet, and I'm like, yeah, listen, it essentially comes down to this and this, and they're like, no, I want you to sell me some super duper yeah. hormone boosting supplement pre workout. That's not just consistent hard work over time. Yeah, yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's that's what it came down to. Even like VO2 max, so I did my tests. And it all essentially came down to you would train and when you go through a cycle, you'd begin to peak. It'd take probably five to seven weeks for me to reach like um, uh, almost the peak. Um, And I could only maintain that for a few weeks and then just physically and mentally, I'd have to back it off. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that as well? Um, Well, I don't know. My training's pretty... I would say sporadic (laughs) for the last... um, not, Not so much sporadic in that it doesn't... Like, I don't take many breaks, yep. but it is, it's not very structured. So, so, kind of like, have you heard of the Brendo method? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're actually going to go into all of this stuff, but can we crack these pies yeah, now? Because go. I'm hungry, man. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to... You've got the uh, pepper steak. I've got pepper steak. Yeah, I was going to get two famous beef pies. Now, where, now, talk to me. This is Mrs. Max, but where did you find them? Was it Bay Marie? Was it BP? It was the BP up the road. Mm. Yeah. Well, oh. So these could be from Friday, are they? Oh, really? We'll see. Son of a bitch. And you're a bit of a sauce the whole top kind of guy. Oh, how do you do I'm, your sauce? I'm sort of like a sauce bite, sauce bite. Oh, okay. I don't eat meat pies often, although I loved them as like a kid. And so that's why I wanted to utilize this time to make up for, or this utilize this challenge now, to make up for Now, are you going to go time. meat pie... You're going to stay with pepper steak or you're going to have a, a whole assortment? Cheese bacon, baby. No, I'll go Cheese all, and bacon. I'll go all of them. Mushroom, man. Yeah, cheers. Nice. That's awesome. Oh, bro, that's hard, man. That's definitely from Friday, <laughs> but it still tastes delicious to Dude, me. Dude, that's stale. Yeah. I can't wait to get some good ones. All right, I'm going to ask you a couple <laughs> of questions. Is AJ your real name? Um, I'm going to go with no. What's your real nah, name? No, it's uh, Andrew Jared. There you go, Andrew Jared. But I've just never gone by that, except for when I'm in trouble. <laughs> like, mum, mum will call me Andrew when I'm in trouble, and... Kelly will call me Andy. Okay. Kelly's the wife. She'll ask me, and she'll go, what's his real name? I'm going, I don't know, AJ. She'll go, that mm. cannot be his real name. Andrew Andrew Jared, yeah. Andrew Jared. So whenever I email you, I'm going to just say, hey, Andrew Jared, Worst. from now on. Can everyone on Instagram go to Smith's Fitness and address AJ as Andrew Jared from now on? That's um, Smith's underscore fitness. As sorry. Well. Smith's underscore fitness. I'll yeah, read the show notes. Just to make sure. So the reason I had to ask is because we had... Um, Kim Monteith, otherwise known as Monty. Yep. I thought Monty was his name until um, I can't. I can't. I had to double check, Mm. and I was like, "Who's this that you're doing the podcast with?" Because I was listening the other day, um, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I suppose that's the internet, though. Yeah, it is. That's that's Instagram. It was was two guests in a row. I was like, "Let's find out their names." Um, Okay. What What's the thing that you love most about the fitness industry? Because you know I'm going to follow it up with. See, I I like to think I'm quite far away from the whole fitness industry, if okay. you know what I mean. Like, some of those, like, I don't know. I, 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 I don't feel like I fit in very well with the whole fitness, if you say, like, fitness industry. To me, that sort of makes me think of, like, a fitness expo. And okay. I could not feel like... I feel out of place at a fitness expo. What do you think your position is? Because you're still within the fitness industry, but yeah, how do you, how do you vision yourself then? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of like that... Uh, it's hard to put a uh, put words to it. Because you're, you're a bit of a mixed bag, hey? You yeah. skate still. You listen to punk rock a lot of the time. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. I, like, you're um, a lad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Yeah, like, so I don't... F- I feel... You know that that side of the uh, the industry that's like um, fitness sort of model, fitness fashion, supplements, all that sort of stuff. I feel so disconnected from that. Yeah, and that's not, and it's it's just me sort of being myself when it comes to like my training. Like I, this gym is a reflection of me. Like I want to train in a gym like this, so that's why I made it like this. Yeah, and I'm just very lucky that other people say, "Oh shit, I want to train in a gym like that as well," and that's why I have a business like. That's basically it in a nutshell. I've got no business, like knowledge, <laughs> nothing. Like it's growing and I try and do my best to grow it. But a lot of times, like I could be reading that business book, but mm. I'd rather go on skateboard or go trail running. 
Except, like, <laughs> to point something out, though, because um, you haven't mentioned a valid point, you, you're um, uh, done sports science, right? Yep. You what was, the, what was the degree that you did? I did um, the Bachelor's of Exercise and Health Science. Uh, that was like the three years one. Yep. Uh, and then, so I did that at UWA, um, and then I went back and did, at UWA again, did, uh, ended up being another bachelor's, which was only an extra year mm-hmm. um, of exercise rehabilitation. So that was to get accredited as a physiologist. Okay. so Exercise you, physiologist. So even though you say, like, you know, you're, you're skate up, like, um, not part of the industry, you're very educated in what you do. And what made you do that? What made you do the degree? Because you're a rugby player, right? A yeah. league player. Yeah, rugby. Okay. Um, why, why did I do it? I don't know. I think it was just... Back then, I originally wanted to do physio. Okay. And I didn't quite get the grades to do physio, like the TE score. Too busy skateboarding, which, bro. Well, no, it wasn't back then. Too okay. busy playing rugby. Uh. Um, so I didn't get quite, quite get the grades for physio. Um, and like at the time, like in year 12, it gets drummed into your luck if you don't get that TE score, you know... You're going to be shit-kicking the rest of your life, and it's just completely not like that. No. Um, so I could go and do physio now if I wanted to, mm. but I don't. Um, so I went and did sports science instead as a way to get into physio, and then I just sort of started to think, oh, this is a bit more for me, and went down there the more, well, firstly, exercise rehab, and then um, I, I actually did go back and do my master's in strength and conditioning, Okay. which was exactly what I wanted in my undergraduate the ma- the masters at so that was at ECU yes um, with half yeah with um with Doc Half mate that's just like everything you want awesome yeah it's an awesome course that so like I couldn't put it maybe it was a little bit of expectation from finishing year twelve like you go to uni that sort of thing yeah um nothing better to do mm-hmm. <laughs> um, at that point in time I was still trying to play rugby. Yeah. yeah. Did, were you um, part of Western Force, part of the training squad? Uh, the very first academy I was in. Was Ant in that? No. He, so we played a couple of game, a uh, couple of years together for WA, like in the juniors. Okay. And then he went to Queensland, I think, or New South Wales. Okay. And made some rep teams over there. So, yeah, I was in the the very first Western Force academy. Was Lloyd in that? Lloyd Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Such a small. I went to uni with. World. I went to uni with Lloyd as well. Did you? Sorry, yeah. if someone can hear me wiping the microphone, I've just got meat pie on it. So apologies. <laughs> I know that this is gonna get messy. Um, and um, then to finish off, um, what I want to know: what's the thing that you dislike most about the fitness industry? <laughs> How long you got? <laughs> no. Um, uh, oh, there's so. There's. I would say. Just the um, people getting put on a pedestal more so about the way they look mm-hmm. rather than the knowledge and expertise that they have. From a person that doesn't like um, so playing devil's advocate, because what I find is people who are educated, who have degrees, um, you know, done masters, um, you, you have s- such a greater knowledge um, and then other people who don't have that knowledge, but they can present an ebook or a course or build a following because they know social media. So then, how would you bridge the gap between the two? So people be, who are educated. To be fair, it, it works in both ways because even saying you know someone's really educated doesn't mean they have the practical application to help athletes or help general population. So there's people that I went through uni with and come out with the same degree as me, and I'd be sort of scratching my head saying like. Would I let them be my coach or yep. that sort of thing? So, I don't know. It's um, I feel I feel like you definitely need that. Um, the the I think that's where the passion sort of shines through. Like, and I saw that going through uni. The people that weren't as passionate about exercise as me, they yep. might get better grades than me, but because they're not passionate, it doesn't quite come across. If if, if that makes sense. What about if somebody doesn't have the education level? Um, hasn't gone to uni. They've gone through like a basic the, PT course. The good course. thing is it doesn't matter these days. Yeah, except they're really passionate about what they do. Oh, I would always argue like if you're that passionate, then invest in yourself and go and do the courses. Yeah. The thing is these days that you can probably get the knowledge elsewhere for a lot cheaper. Yeah. And you do have to be smart. You are smashing that pie, dude. Yeah, I, uh... <laughs> you do have to be smart about where you get like 
because there's courses and and come and stuff coming out everywhere. Yep. Um, and you also got to look at where do you want to be down the line. Like you're not going to work for the Eagles if you just have a cert four. Yeah, correct. So so for for me, my goal originally, like I went to do the masters because I wanted to get into pro sport. Yep. Okay. Um, and it's still not ruled out for me. Okay. So these days, it you know, it would have to be a good gig. Yep. Yeah. To sort of walk away from this or let someone take this over. Yeah. Um, but that was why part of the reason why I went and invested in doing a master's and that sort of thing. So I saw the exercise rehab. That was good. Started working as a physiologist. Realized that it was a lot of like, you know, FIFO workers doing health checks and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, this isn't really why I got into exercise science. Yeah. So I went and did the master's in hopes of, you know, a gig in the NRL, a gig in the AFL. Yep. Something like that where I could apply what I've learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually it was like, those jobs are few and far between. And it's... You've got to go hire yourself, AJ. Well, um, uh, from my experience, uh, you know, coming from supplement companies that work with a lot of the professional teams and knowing the strength and conditioning coaches and dietitians, it seems to be a group where there might be five or less key people and they all tend to get all the jobs yeah. and they'll either rotate between or it's very, very hard yeah. to get your foot in the door there. Um, now... You are my spirit animal, I believe. As oh, far thanks, as man, I feel like you're my spirit animal. I know. We I, should stop it. <laughs> I don't think um, that I've met someone that does so many different things um, like what I do. So you, um, you've done trail running, obstacle course racing. Um, you've got a massive crew from powerlifting um, uh, that you do here, um, and CrossFit as well. You jumped into the last open, I believe, too. Yeah, I've done probably four or five opens. Have you? Yeah. Are you doing this one? Doing this one. Ah. I'm not sure when I'm going to do it. I was going to do it today. Yeah, you pretty much got till tomorrow morning. So what inspires you oh, to really? do all the different stuff? Yeah, yeah. you got to submit by, I think, 9 a.m. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get onto it. Record that thing. What, what, why do you do so many different sports? Um, um, I don't know, man. I think it's just uh, I just want to have a go at everything. And, and uh it's easy to say like, oh yeah, but if you do everything, you're never going to be good at one thing. I get told it all the time. But I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure, like I don't have the desire to put all my eggs in one basket when it comes to that. Like maybe I will mm-hmm. um, in the future um, and maybe I will for certain periods of the year. Like the start of the year was all running. That's just like I barely lifted. I did a bit of bench press every now and then. But I don't know. I just like having those strings to my bow, I think. Yep. And I don't know, I feel, I feel like maybe as a coach, it sort of helps you out. So if you, I don't want to be just a powerlifting coach. I don't want to be, you know, just a PT that helps overweight people. I want to be someone that, you know, can help everyone. Yeah. Um, and I feel with sort of my, you know, my um, studies and, and um, you know, experience that I probably can. Yeah. So rather than sort of pigeonhole yourself. Um, and the other thing is not that genetically gifted at any one thing it's true my life hey <laughs> so like if i was like super fit or or something then yeah i might be like all right let's do this running thing yes or yep. if i was naturally really strong oh, all right let's try and be a, a, a decent level power lifter yep you know it, it would take me a very very long time to be half decent at power lifting yeah you know what i mean and some people might say oh you know you've got to put the time in i'm like yeah, but I want to be half decent at this as well. Yeah. And half decent at that over there, so. What's been the highlight of all these different things that you've tried? Uh, it's got to be the Ultra. What was it? How was it 50K? 53. Okay. Was that in the hills? Yeah. Okay. Was it ever? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that was the hardest thing. Like, powerlifting's tough. Um, yep. More from, like, day in, day out. And I probably focused on powerlifting for maybe two years. Yep. Um, when you look like Gigi Mufu. Yeah, I had. So I was. I think I was up to about 106 kilos. Yep. How much did uh, you have? About 92. Okay. Um, so that's tough because you're like, I'm achy. I'm a little bit sore. Mm-hmm. I got to get myself up and about and like squat your face off or, you know, yep. dead, deadlift as much as you can. Um, and you got to do that for, well, at least a, a prep. Eight plus weeks, and it's pretty monotonous. In, the training, yeah, yeah, and it doesn't leave much room. It takes it out of you. Mm. Like it doesn't leave much room for much else. Like, I was playing rugby still at the time when I started um, 
like to get right into powerlifting. And I'd go to warm up for rugby after like a, a heavy deadlift session, like a day or two before, and I'd be so sore. Yep. I'd come off with like the elbow tendonitis from lifting mm. after a rugby game, from like making tackles and stuff like that, and I'd just come off and my elbows would just be cooked. Yep. It was all just from lifting, so it makes it tough. Um, but then the ultra was more satisfying, okay. 100%, just because I feel like it's not easy to do powerlifting. But it's different. Everyone can just be like, this is what I lift. I'm going to try and make it as best I can in 10 weeks' time, and I'll put a package together and go on the platform. One thing which I found with that, because I obviously did the 24-hour enduro. Yeah. Um, I did a Brendo method prep for that. I, yep. I ran it probably once a week. And um, everything was just CrossFit outside of that. And I got there, I knew it would be a mental game. And yeah, 24 hours, just complete annihilation. And the personal satisfaction you got at the end was just like insane. Yeah. I was crying, man. It was like insane. I was nearly in tears. Yeah. I was near, I was close. As soon as I spoke to someone, I yeah. just started to cry. And yeah. I was like, why are you doing this? And I think I did that <laughs> a few times. Um, And I told the Richie boys for, I think, about four years that I'll jump into a powerlifting comp. And I promised him, when I get back, um, yeah. I'll start lifting again. I'll jump into it. But something inside of me was like, man, I'm going to go. I'm going to be doing like nine lifts. Like, I don't think, you know, it's not going to be yeah, exciting. But it was so different being there and actually competing in it. Like, it's one lift. It's one split yeah, thing. you got like, to execute. you got to execute. you got to be focused. you got to block out everything. And it's like this, this insane, like intensity all in one moment and then when you hit it and the lights are on and you're like man like and you hit a pb in front of everyone it was the same um feeling that i got but then we got to the end of the day and um i felt like i could have trained the next day i was fine yeah yeah it was it was very different um, that's that crossfit work capacity yeah yeah agreed yeah (laughs) you you do so much volume and you smash yourself that it becomes but that also is what helps uh you have this Hashtag Brendo method. Yeah. That work capacity means that you can jump into things. Mm. And that's what I like as well. So I'm sort of, you know, I can go for a run. Like last last week I did four power lifting sessions, mm-hmm. two group sessions, and did 23Ks on Wednesday in out in Jaredale. Yep. And I want to be able to do that. I think that's the best way so, to do and, and the work, work capacity built through... Like whatever you want to call it, CrossFit style workouts. Mm. Um, it, like it helps you be able to do anything. Yes. So now it's like, all right, go paddle this kayak. Sweet, I got that. As yep. long as you can stay in the boat, or go for a swim. Sweet, I got that. Yeah. Because you're used to working at that sort of that sort of level. Do you think there's a new age of fitness people like these multi-sport people? Or yeah, it, I do. It, has, it hasn't got a name yet. No, nah, it doesn't. But I I know me and you. Where um, is he? I'm talking about Spirit Animal. That's yeah, what I Ro- want to point out. Ro- Ross, Ross Edgley. Edgley yeah. yeah. So the author of the World's Fittest Book, which was sitting here. So he was one of my inspos to do all of this stuff. Um, and yeah, it hasn't been coined anything yet, but it should. And it's, it's guys mu- like it's us. It's multi-sport athlete, isn't it? Yeah. But that, that's that's what's more up my, my alley as well. Like, I do like CrossFit, but I don't... I'm not going to be a CrossFitter. Neither. That's part, That's already past me now. Like, you, ha- you had to have been in it for a little while or be just starting out now. People right? are incredible. Yeah, they're, they're like, nutcases. Like, yeah, talking about like, they're just incredible athletes and that's what they invest their whole life to, that sport. Yeah. Mm. Um, so for me, it's yeah, it's more just experiencing everything that exercise, fitness, putting yourself out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. um, just sort of jumping in the deep end. Hi guys, just a short break in the episode to let you know about something we've been cooking up at Perth Fit Fam HQ. So over the past three years of meeting with hundreds of gym owners and personal trainers, the main problem we've found when asking the owners, what's the biggest issue you have in your business, that over 85% of people always say social media or marketing. So they're great trainers or coaches, they love what they do, they have an amazing product or service, but they just don't know how to properly use social media to market their business. So what we've done is we've created a range of short courses to share the skills and knowledge that we learned over the past few years of growing Perth Fit Fam through social media. And we help teach the PTs and gym owners how to use social media to effectively grow their business too. So if you're a personal trainer or a gym owner or someone who simply wants to improve their social media game, then you can find the links to our courses on perfitfam.com.au. Or simply get in contact with us to find out more information and we will be happy to help you out with that but that's enough for the break and time to get back into the episode now 
um, one thing which is actually in this book, it talks about um, programming for endurance, for strength, and I think there's something else, there's something else in there as well, I forget. Do you think that, so at the moment, um, I did this powerlifting comp, I liked it, like there's a chance to qualify for national, or there, there would be if I competed for it, there's a mm-hmm. chance to qualify for the Australian team, it's yep. all within reach. But I don't want to give up running. Yeah. I still want to go do an OCR. Like, I still want to be able to do OCR. I still want to feel good. Mm-hmm. I still want to sit at the same body weight. Do you think that you can train as a powerlifter, but also do running and still have optimal strength? Optimal strength? No. Um, could you improve your strength? Yes. So, optimal to, to me would be you're doing everything you can to be at the best strength levels. Yeah. Um, but I think with, you know, the rise of uh, what some of these CrossFit athletes are doing mm. in terms of, like, how much they can snatch, how much they can clean, how many pull-ups they can do, and how fast they can go run a 5K, I think it's um, it's sort of flipped the script on the, I don't know, some of the specificity of programming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of, a lot of what gets sort of bandied about in you know, exercise talks or, or like fitness circles is being brought down from an old bodybuilding type of program. You know, like you have to rest yep. a body part a certain day, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. And that might be, you know, like there might be merit to that. But then I think CrossFit sort of said, oh, no, we trained wall balls yesterday. We're doing thrusters today. Yep. My legs are still fucking huge. Yep. And I can still run on it. So I feel like there is something to it do you think that's just adaptation your body just adapts to whatever it throws out over time you put at it yeah because going back to like the brendo method and doing crossfit and so when i pro when when i went into this competition um i knew like the capacity that i had and i knew that i wasn't a powerlifter and it was eight weeks to go yeah and i knew if i got a powerlifting coach they would have trained me as a powerlifter yeah but I also knew I just needed to get good at the technique yeah. and good at doing one one rep. Yep. So I think coming in... So you I, trained very specifically, as I would say. I did, yeah. Which is pretty smart, man. Well, as much as I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. It it's, was, pretty, it's pretty smart because you're doing like what you're going to have to do on the day. That, like legit, that was it. And it was if I, if I felt good... I'd hit one rep max or go as close to as possible, but I wanted to get good at one movement. I yep. didn't need to work on capacity, if anything, too much capacity for yeah. what I needed to do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that, that, so there was a method. It wasn't just stupidity. There was a reason why, but I knew it would be hard to explain for someone who was not a crossfitter. Yeah. And, um, and so that's kind of like where it all came from. Um, but talking about competition, because you have a solid team here that, and, and um, up there with, I think House of Pain, like, you guys would be bringing the most people to the powerlifting comps outside of Ruchi's and Muscle Pit. Yeah, I think it would go sort of Ruchi's Muscle Pit uh, and then, you know, us and us Dungeon, House of Pain. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all those gyms. Um, they're all very good people. So um, we see them up uh, at the boys' competitions all the time. Um, and that's just... I never really wanted this gym to be a powerlifting gym either. It just sort of half turned into one. How did it come about? Because um, I went to a comp, uh, <laughs> and then Sally, who was training me, went, was training with me, um, she did a comp with us. Mm-hmm. A couple of other clients were like, oh, yeah, sweet, I'll do it. Um, and they sort of did a comp, that was it. Mm-hmm. Did a comp, cool, not that into it. Mm-hmm. I'll just keep training the way you know, I train. But then you know, um, I met... Steve up there and then he was like yeah I'll come down and train I was like oh you live in Rockingham man yeah I've got the gym down the rugby club he comes down there awesome. starts training and then you know just snowballed from that so now you got Troy then we brought um, yeah we so I met Troy at one of the comps um, and then he came came aboard you know he's really starting to sort of position himself as a powerlifting coach yep um, which is great so we, we both sort of have a, a handful of guys that we oversee and coach um, and handle on the day, and it's sort of grown from, you know, me and Sally and a couple of others to, you know, now there's, I think we're probably pushing towards 40-odd of our members over four years have come, gone through and done a competition. How important do you think it is, um, how do you think, how important do you think competition, not just powerlifting, running, whatever, um, doing the Open, yeah. how important do you think that is? Um, for your members as far as having having a goal, reaching it and stepping out of their comfort zone? Um, I think it's, yeah, 
it's it's really important to keep people on track. I think it's it's otherwise you're just going to float. Um, so whether it be like a HBF yep. 12k or half marathon, if you've got something like in the future that you're working towards, it's a lot easier to come here, turn up, put in the hard work. Um, whereas you know the ones that don't have any out and out goals, there's nothing wrong with that. But they seem to be the one that can sort of have the week off here. Yeah. And everyone's, you know, got their own sort of fitness journey, yeah. for lack of a better term. But, um, yeah, the guys that have those clear, like, I'm going to do this, um, you know, then we sort of sit down, I talk to them, we, we start to nut out a program, and then they're in here working to it. Get, like, it, just holds them, it just holds them accountable. And then yeah. you, you get the accomplishment um, of doing something that you might not have ever done before or you know, hitting PBs and then most people are sort of like jacked up to do the next one. Yeah. Oh, massive. It's like an, it's, it's an addiction and definitely the personal gratification you get out of it. Have you ever been nervous going into an event? See, I, I sort of talk up like I'd never get nervous about shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say first competition. Powerlifting? Uh, powerlifting. Um, the ultra, I was sort of nervous um, but more just ho- in like a hopeful way, mm. just like I wonder what how this is gonna go down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I sort of play it cool, like nothing bothers me. Yeah. Even if it did, I won't let people know. Um, was <laughs> I like that killer instinct style? Was I nervous for any of the events? I don't think so. I think I'll be nervous for the um controlled nerves. Yeah. I think I'll be nervous for the proper the elite true grit. Okay, are you, are you do you, like do you have a goal of like getting podium top ten or anything? Mate, nah, nothing to be nervous about. Trust me, I did it last year. And yeah, it was just rigged. So I don't think <laughs> nah. Like realistically, I, if I got top ten, I'd be wondering why there's not better runners there. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, because I, I like I, I'm I'm not running anywhere close to what a good runner should be for a ten k. Yes, obviously the obstacles are there, but it's. It's a runner's game. Yeah. Yeah. It's 10Ks of hills. Unless you're a great runner, but you can't swim, and there's one part you've got to swim. Yeah. And if, if you just can't get yeah, across so it. We did it last year as well, like as a group. Yeah. Um, and I was a bit, and that's why I sort of wanted to jump into the elite, because I was a bit like, I'm going to stand around to jump over this cargo net. Like, I just want to, mm. I'll just go to the next one. Yeah. But then, and then we sort of didn't want to run off like we had a, a group of 10. We yeah. didn't want to just, like, leg it. Catch ya. Thanks yep. for coming. So we, we did it all as a group, and we were sort of, you know, helping the guys and girls over the stuff that they couldn't get over, that sort of thing. But then, yeah, just like the... Because it's, it's almost like a festival kind of feeling. It's a cool vibe. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of people. You're all at the... You know, people are dressed up stupid. They're having a laugh. They're mm. falling off. They're all muddy, that sort of stuff. Yeah. But it was like... There's like a backlog on certain um, obstacles, and you're just like, oh, I wish I could sort of like have a crack at this a bit more. So yep. I was like, I'm going to just do the elite. Yeah, so that's Sunday morning, 8.30. Saturday, Saturday morning, 8.30. I hope it's Saturday. It's yeah. a, trust me, it's Saturday. So our group's leaving at 10.05. So my biggest goal would be to get it done in an hour and 35 so I can get back to leave with the group at 10.05. I did it in one lap. hour 13 last year, so you'll do it, okay, in, you'll do it in about an hour. Because they shortened it as well, didn't they? Uh, they took, they're calling it 10Ks this year. Last year they were calling it 12. No, I think it was 10 point something last year. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Uh, All right, that, that, yeah. You'll I'm do it. You'll do it. Trust sweet. me. So then I'll be have a 20-minute rest and then be back out again with the crew. Yeah, I think that I think Shell's going to do it as well. So we might... Oh, you're not? No, he just nominated. You are now. <laughs> Unlucky. <laughs> she tore a glute. We're not going to do it. I was going to say, I was gonna say I'll go again. So it's going to be a solo run. Um, so with your guys, like, go, like talking about people going to True Grit, you guys doing these powerlifting comps, how do you encourage them to get over their fears? Because one thing I find is people want to do stuff. Some people just don't <laughs> want to do it. People do want to do it, except they're too fearful and they'll make up an excuse or they'll just play it down. Oh, man. I, I'm i terrible with like saying the right things to people mm. when it comes. And that's like the worst trait for a personal trainer <laughs> or a coach to have. <laughs> I am very much more like that. This is how I'm going to do it. Yes. Hopefully you see that that might help, yeah, and rip in as well. That's but so. It obviously works though. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it does. But I, I almost want to say like I try and try and do my speaking through the through actions. Yeah, a little bit more than you know, 
Yeah, like leading from the, the front. The, 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 yeah, leading from the front rather than like the, um, the guy on your shoulder giving you the right words. Yeah. I'd like to be both, but I'm much better at like just ripping in yeah. and hoping people come along for the ride. I don't know if I could imagine you giving a hell deep and meaningful like pep talk. I'm I'm one of my good. I always say is, that that's what Troy's for. I'm really good at it. Hey, yeah? I'll pull people aside and like. I'm, I'm probably better than what I give myself credit for, but like, <laughs> I, it's almost like a running joke that like I don't like don't feel feelings around me. Just like <laughs> just do what, it. Yeah, just do See it. See what I do. Just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like that. Um, I just want to point out, I smashed that meat pie. In a bit Dude, of a you're mess. hamming it. Like, yeah, you got to go through that. Mine's thing. stale as fuck. Yeah, maybe I gave you the bad one. I'm just happy that I got to eat a meat pie. Um, okay. I will eat it, trust me. I might heat it back up. So moving forward with you, are you going to do the enduro next year? The 24-hour enduro? Are you? Uh, no. No. Because you're forgetting about something that I put out the other day, and you were like, oh, that sounds good. That was the Cape to Cape. to Cape. Cape to Cape. Um, potentially. Because that's, that's in WA, isn't it? Yeah. How long is it? 120 k's. How? Three how, days, I reckon. Three days? 40 k's a day. When? August. I'm not sure, man. I think it was I was August. just throwing it out there and saying, because my, my brother hit me up and was like, oh man, it'd be good to do Kokoda. And then I was like, yep. oh, a bit pricey. Like, it'd be great to do it. I'd love that sort of thing. Um, but then I was like, a bit pricey. Um, I'm having my second kid January next year. So it's hard to just be like, catch ya. Yep. Um, and then I was like, well, oh, Cape to Cape's down there. It's not, obviously, it's not as hard as Kokoda, but it's longer. Yep. Um, my sister lives down in Margs as well. So I was like, oi, bring in some supplies at the end of every day. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. It, would, it was just another um, another idea that I was like, why not? Why can't I? That sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Because for me, I was looking at possibly something like the Margaret River Ultra, which is at 80K. But yep. that's really close to when we're having the kid as well. Yep. So... I was thinking like end of winter or something to just do the Cape to Cape. And I was thinking more like take your daily provisions with you rather than a full pack of camping shit because then, okay. like, then it's just a hike, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of boring. You're not going to be able to run it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm going to run 40K three days in a row, but I'm going to run part of it. I reckon 120, <laughs> oh man, you'd knock that out in two days. Two days? I yeah, but you got to have a place to stay as well. Oh, okay. So it was going to be like Canal Rocks. Gracetown, Gracetown to Contos, where you'll have to actually camp. Okay. Contos to Augusta. Okay. I'll have, I'll have to suss it out. So yeah, my, there's some logistics that need to be, like, uh, sussed out. So, my plans were, I want to um, focus on powerlifting. I want yep. to try and get into the Australian team. Um, uh, AP, we, we're talking APU. APU. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that natty life. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, that would that would be a goal that excites me. Oh, yeah. Which is outside of the scope. But and the 75s? Uh, yeah, so Oof. 74s. Is it 74? 74, 74 yeah. Of course, yeah. of course it is. Powerlifting, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sort their act out. Um, so, I don't know. Like, at the moment, I've had such a big year doing so many different things. I think for Shell and I, we were just like, um, let's just focus on not doing that stuff for a little bit. Nah, man. <laughs> Do more things. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And then, so, here I am, like, inviting you on, like, three days of running. And you're like... <laughs> yeah, Shell's just like, nah, don't. Because she knows that I probably will, too. And I'll say yes. Um, now, one thing that you guys done down here, you built an awesome culture. You said you have no business, no, you had no business experience. You were just winging it. I got no business in business, man. Yeah. So then you're the wrong person to ask, but we're going to do it. So boutique gym owners, personal trainers wanted to grow in the industry. What's your advice? Uh, my advice? Oh, shit. Train everyone. Um, what do you mean? Just train like... Your friends? Everyone. Friends, <laughs> family... Um, overweight people, athletes, anyone you can get your hands on, mm-hmm. train them all. Um, I feel like the find your niche is sometimes like the wrong advice for people mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, and especially I came out of uh, uni thinking, oh, I just want to train athletes and there's going to be athletes that just want to come and, you know, train with it. Nah, they don't. Yep. You know, like there's there's a market for for all types of people. Yes. But... I don't think you have to pigeonhole yourself very early on. Oh, especially early on. Like, if you just want to train athletes and you've got no you're gonna skill... Have, you're going to have a hard time. You're going to have a hard time. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing would be, 
I can only really speak on what I did, um, and that was, you know, I, I started boot camps like part time with my friends and um, Kelly's friends. Okay. And then I started a boot camp where I was working, like after work. I was yep. like, all right, like they're all exercise professionals and physios and that sort of stuff. All right, I'm going to do a session. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I eventually they started paying me for it, which yep. was good. Um, and then. You know, I did boot camps down at the park, and then I just started PTing out of my garage. Garage, right? man. Yeah, that's like five years ago. But that's what that's like a common story these days. I feel yes, like it's not you're not like brand new just because you started in your garage. Like a lot of people have, yeah, and built it, and it, they've obviously done something right along the way. Like to put your finger on what you did right. I don't know. Body I, I say every day, like I'm waiting for someone to come and be like, "Jigs up, AJ, get a real job." That's so funny. Yeah, well, body magic was the same. Um, is it um, Jared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he, he, I think... He still trains people in his garage, doesn't he? I was going to say, yeah, I'm pretty sure he still does. Or well, now he's on the bachelor, Bachelorette. It just... It, and he's been training out it of It goes to show that you can... Like, yeah, it's cool if you had, like, a multi-million dollar gym and had all the bells and whistles. But at the end of the day, that, that's not what gets people results yep. or, or gets people up and about. A lot of people don't care whether it's what brand of, you know, hip thruster machine you've got or anything. It's like, do they enjoy the experience of training with you, under you, in your facility? Mm. That matters more. Yeah. Um, and that's like, we've still got that real garage vibe in here. And that's some people will come in and they will turn their nose up at it. And I'm like, well, it's not for you then. Like, yeah. I always tell people when they come in, I'm like, you got a free week trial. Make yourself at home. Mm-hmm. I'm not a salesman. I'm not going to push paperwork on you. After a week, let me know if you're in. If you like the way we go about it, then we rock and roll. That's so funny. That's like my sales pitch. It's like the... And, and people are probably like, no, oh, he's missing out on customers. But for me, if it's, I would hate to sell someone off the, all these promises and get them signed up and all that sort of stuff and they're not invested. So I'm like, spend a week here. Like, it's your house now. Yeah. Treat it like it's your garage, like it's your gym. It's like the... That's, ant- that, that's my... The yeah. anti-marketing marketing. Um, <laughs> we had... Um, uh, Harry Williams on the handstand. Uh, yeah, 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 yep. I listened to a bit of that one. Yeah, so he's um, yeah the Caucasian Snoop Dogg. Yeah, and um, so we're talking about his clients, and I think he was running sixty clients at one time through WhatsApp. And I'm like, you don't use a Excel spreadsheet? And he's like, no, no, it's all just WhatsApp. I'm like, how do people sign up? They contact me through Instagram. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, it, and then, like, he'll just send them to their website, which is one page. And it's like, this is not for peacocks or show ponies. You know, this is what I expect. If this is you, email here. Otherwise, you know, I bid you farewell, that sort of thing. Dude, it's... It, <laughs> I love that shit because yeah. uh, I would rather have 100 people that, are that like, dig your vibe and are into it than 1,000 people that, you know, don't rate what you do. Yeah. Um, and, like, the even this building, like... You might say, oh, where's like the signs? It's hard to find. I was like, oh, that, I just joked. Oh, that's part of our screening process. <laughs> you got to so find it. Like, you gotta, it's not so much <laughs> like that, but I'm like, man, if you want to train here, you'll, you'll figure out like where it is. You'll get in contact mm-hmm. and you'll train with us. That's actually really it's, valuable. <laughs> and then you get the people that want to be here already. They're, they're screened out. Like, yeah. I don't know. That, and p- like marketing and business people be like, what? This guy's got no idea. That's so funny. And I would, I would agree with them. <laughs> but it's working. It's well, working. yeah. Like I said, I'm just I'm waiting for the day someone just says like, "Nah, mate, uh, clean, <laughs> clean this place up. Go wa- get a real job." I'm waiting for the day that you release Smith's method, Smith's method marketing. It Dude. could be the answer to Breno <laughs> Methods programming. Yeah. So I, I like I like um, what Harry's onto there. That's yeah. Classic. That I'm gonna I sort my website out. I think it's really good. One page website, just screen. People and that's out not like away. I hope people aren't hearing that and thinking this dude doesn't even want anyone in this gym. <laughs> of course not. Like I just want people that are invested in what we do and like yeah, we don't want you know those show ponies and that sort of thing. Like there's yeah. gyms for that and that's fine if if that's your if that's your jam. the way yeah if that's your jam yeah then it's different to my jam. I love it. And last, last piece of advice, so that was for people training. This is just for everyday people looking to get into fitness. You said train everyone. Oh, yeah. Less so than, less let, than 80% I, of I, di- I didn't really answer your question too well. We went off a little bit there. That was um, that's fine. Okay. Um, a- anyway, for those people that want to get into like PTing and stuff, train everyone. Um, try and find somewhere where you could probably maybe follow someone who is 
training the people you want to train. That's one thing that if I could do uni again, I would do. I, I know I'm going back here a little bit, but I would go back and yep. sort of try and get some sort of internship going. You said recommend uh, courses. Sorry, I wrote a note. Um, courses. You mentioned courses that people that don't go to uni, there are way to, there, there's probably ways to purchase courses. Who are the people that oh. they said? Who's your favorite? Or programs or courses? I don't. I haven't done from. any. Well, you paid an exorbitant amount of money to do it properly. Yeah. So, and I know people are like, oh, you got to stay up on your continuing education. I read back through my uni notes. Mm-hmm. I go through my lectures again. Yep. Um, I, like I, I read up studies on Google Scholar. Mm-hmm. Um, I so I haven't in that in that sense. I do stay up on my continuing education, but I haven't done any external courses because for me, like I was looking at doing the Weightlifting Australia one. Yes. Um, you know, and I'm thinking, do I need to go spend two days to someone teach me how to snatch? I know how to snatch. I've been snatching since I was 14. Yep. Like, it's just to get like that letters after your name sort of thing or a certificate for it. Which won't impact your business in the scheme of things. No. Unless you're going to open a club. Not at all. Um, So that sort of makes me think, well, why why would I go and do, you know, the weightlifting course when I'm... And yeah, you'd learn stuff from it. Yep. Um, You can learn something from everyone. But yeah, in in terms of courses, those sort of things, I feel I've already got covered. Yeah, sure. Now, if you're fresh, then yeah, it'd be great. I would go and do the... uh, Is it AWF? The weightlifting... Uh, yeah, I think yeah, so, yeah. So I'd go and do that course. I'd go and do the ASCA level one. Yeah, strength and conditioning. Um, and then I would do, like, you've got to do your cert. Was it four and five? Uh, three and four. I never did them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to him. It's cert three and four. Is it three and four? <laughs> it's three and four. Hey, I'm going to start a five, cert five. <laughs> People are like, what's cert five? I'm like, that's come called, here, come here. <laughs> that, that's called a master trainer. And I believe that it's called a diploma. Oh, what? There I is a so. cert five? Uh, I think so, an equivalent. I know that oh, okay. a- a- AEIF. Yeah, package one called but, be a I, master but there's trainer. so many like you could so it depends what you're into but I would go the AWF and the ASCA on top of your your PT courses and then you know there is um, the external ones that you know you can find off off your favourite Instagrammers and all that sort of stuff Sebastian Oreb yeah so you can go and do that stuff I mean, you're definitely gonna, you're going to learn a heap in that yeah. you might learn more than what you've learned in your ASCA but at the end of the day a lot of employers aren't going to care that you went to an Australian strength coach seminar mm. over accredited by ASCA. Yeah. And people may agree or disagree with that, but that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Especially if you're looking to get into like pro pro sport. Oh, absolutely. So um, you, you just got to sort of think where do you want to position yourself and, and sort of cover your bases. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now... So I, find, I, I, I actually answered that question then. You did, yeah, yeah. That was good. We're done now. For people who, for people who um, aren't working within the industry, yep. but want to get into their fitness, want to try something new. Um, what to Helmshaw Way, Port Kennedy. There you go. The address. That's the, That's the address. <laughs> <laughs> that was the perfect plug right at the end. I love it. Can you say that again? To Helmshaw Way, Port Kennedy. It's on the corner of Blackburn, and the sign and the building faces Blackburn. God knows why. Yeah, like, that's why we parked out the back. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, if you can't, it's a screening process. Yeah. We're lucky that the <laughs> door was open. Um, so that's Smith's Fitness in Port Kennedy. You also do your own podcast? Yep. Yep. Yeah, we, um, we've we been a bit slacking on it lately, but... You've got to be consistent, No, I know we've got to be consistent, but we're trying to take that Tuesday as more of a uh, um, a content production. So whether it be podcasts, whether it be our own little videos, yep. that sort of stuff. So... We will be podcasting again. I think we're up to like 25 episodes now. Mate, I'm only up to 51. Yeah, so we're, we're on your tail, mate. Um, <laughs> so, we, yeah, we, we enjoy that. It's just me and Troy. We do like sports news and shit. It's, it's just fun. It's fun. It's slowed down now because we don't have really anywhere to record it. Like, we could record okay. it in the gym, but our equipment's not as fancy as Perth Fit Fams. Mate, when you get in the top 50. So, once I move into... <laughs> yeah, I know. What's that about? Um, You're killing it, mate. It's just consistency. So, we are in the top... Um, top downloaded fitness podcasts. Um, I think it must have been. I don't know where my VPN was at that point in time, but yeah, we're we're just consistently like in the top uh, downloaded fitness podcast now. Well, I think we're like thirty. 30 well, if you listen to this, Smith Fitness also has a podcast. Yeah. So yeah. make sure you go over, like and subscribe, <laughs> five star review. Yeah. We, we promise we'll put out some new episodes. Ah, I love it. I'm plugging all of this now. It's, it's all about cross pollination. <laughs> all right. 
AJ, it's been an absolute pleasure. No, thank you very much. I want to say before you sign off, yeah. I think you're doing an awesome job, man, and it's um, it's great to see someone sort of take initiative um, to do what you do. And I love, I really love the fact that you don't pander, which you easily could do. You could easily pander to, um, you know, the more popular social accounts and sort of get yourself around them, but you give time to, I'm going to say, people like us, the little people. <laughs> the little people. I just you know like, where I'm coming from with that. I uh, think you're doing yeah. a good job, man. So it's um. Thanks, man. Yeah, I just wanted to let you know. You know what? It's like I just chat with people that I want to chat to. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's like that's it. good. It's very it's very selfishly unselfish. Yeah. But it's like I just want to chat with people I want to chat to, and you know what? I've been I've been doing this for sixteen. Well, not perfect, fam. I've been in the game for sixteen years, and what I learned is so many people have such cool stories, information. Um, and they might not have, you know, 100,000 followers, but everyone has insights. I wish that I podcasted every single one of my conversations with people. Yeah. And that's why this started. I just wanted to, um, I just wanted people to hear the conversations that I have. No, it's good. And to be a fly in the wall. You're doing an awesome job, man. Thanks, dude. So we're going to do the meat pie and chalky milk challenge. I'm going to have to go get a DEXA scan. 14 days. 14 days. I'm not going to get a DEXA scan. I'm going to use my cheap scales. Okay. In my uh, toilet there. <laughs> that dude. They said I was 15% body fat. Shredder. That's fine. Fuck. I think I'm probably about that. I thought that. it would be lower. No, nah, I think I'm about... I was devastated. How old are you now? 32. Yeah, I'm 34. Um, so I used to sit routinely at 9%. Now I sit at about 15%. Jesus. Yeah. 9%. Peeled. Yeah, 9%. Peeled. Body All right, I'm going to use that. So I'm going to do... I'm going to eat this and then I'll go weigh myself. Yep. I'll take the socks off so it does the old body fat percentage as well <laughs> yes done we're gonna <laughs> let's see if we can lose body weight over the uh, body fat over the next two weeks on the old uh, meat and chalky milk AJ sure. Smith absolute pleasure cheers man and that's a wrap for episode number 51 with AJ Smith from Smith Fitness in Port Kennedy and before we go just a mention for those who are fit and single, we have something coming for you. You've probably seen me post about it many times on Instagram, but FitFamFinder, a dating app for fitness singles, is going to be launched, first of all, here in Perth. And we're going to be looking for some beta testers as we launch the prototype in November. So if you're fit, you're single, and potentially looking to mingle, we want you to be a part of the beta program. So stay tuned and follow FitFamFinder on Instagram. That's FitFamFinder without an E-F-I-N-D-R to stay up to date with news and release updates. And if you did enjoy the episode, then make sure to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star review and leave your comments. And don't forget... Post screenshots on Instagram stories. We'd love to hear your feedback and share your posts. And that's it. Episode number 51. And as always, stay tuned for more of the Perth Fitness End to come.